This episode was previously recorded. Good morning. This is Steve Amston. I oversee all military and diversity programs at Orion Talent, and I founded Higher Purpose. To give context, Higher Purpose is the diversity solution of Orion Talent. And at this awesome moment in time, we're the fastest growing diversity destination. Our brand commitment is to help diverse talent find companies with purpose, that give back, and that they can be their authentic self. I'm really happy to say that U.S. Foods is uh, proud to be one of our launch partners. Not only that, U.S. Foods has been with Higher Purpose since its uh, inception for eight years. So they they personally mean a lot to me, and I'm, I'm really proud to, to share their, their purpose and their culture. Uh, I have two great panelists, uh, Lourdes Diaz, who's the VP of Diversity and Inclusion at US, U.S. Foods, and Constantine Vutas, who's the Senior Manager of Diversity and Inclusion and Recruiting at U- U.S. Foods. Uh, this month, this topic means a lot to me we will be covering. Uh, the topic is supporting being an ally of the LGBTQIA plus community. So very relevant topic with uh, Pride Month coming up and excited to have um, Lourdes and Constantine uh, share their thoughts on this. Maybe we can first get to know each other. Um, I'd love to have you both start telling me a little bit, not just about U.S. foods, but about um, your careers and and what you're doing, but kind of go back and, and how it all started, if that makes sense. <laughs> you want to go first, Lourdes? Yes. Hi, Steve. Thank you for having us. Good morning. Uh, it's such a privilege to have this conversation with you and Constantine, and it's so uh, deep in my heart. It just resonates not only with what we do here as a group, uh, but who we are as people. Uh, I have the privilege to lead diversity and inclusion at U.S. Foods. However, it's been a commitment of mine to invest my entire career in a multicultural space, what we used to call multicultural in the past when I finished college. And I went to school to study marketing and dedicated my entire marketing career into not only multicultural marketing, but what became emerging markets where we really developed the strategies to court the emerging markets being the underserved communities for corporate, within corporate America. And so I have been committed to bring who I am into what I do. And so it's not a job, it's not work, it's a calling into your wonderful company name, a purpose. And so fast forward, many decades later, and through all of my career, I have held opportunities and positions and roles that really focus on how do we come together with others, because it really takes all of us to execute strategies that are going to make a better world. And indeed, uh, I've been really blessed to be able to do that over the years. And now at U.S. Foods, we're lifting DNI practice. I'm partnering with Constantine and others in the team to ensure that U.S. Foods continues this path of commitment and dedication to ensuring that we have the representation that we have to have in order to have balance and represent the market we serve. So we have a ways to go, but that in the journey is the fun. Thank you, Lorna. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I I can tell through these prep calls how much how much you care about what you're doing, and I I love when when people love their jobs. It's um it's rare and hard to find. Constantine, tell me tell me about you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Steve. Um, so I always love to say that DNI is part of my DNA. Um, you know, being a proud member of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, you know, in the beginning part of my career, I always wanted to make sure that every voice had uh, um, a seat at the table and every voice is heard at the table. So, you know, throughout my 12 years in talent acquisition, I really wanted to make sure that I was uh, an inclusive leader, um, ensured that I really supported the communities I wanted to impact. And I've been very fortunate for the last four plus years being in the DNI space. And for me, you know, I am really happy and fortunate to have led a lot of amazing initiatives in regards to talent attraction to support those underrepresented communities, really elevating how hiring managers um, recruit. So bringing them a little bit more inclusive leadership and thought process skills. And for me, partnerships and networking is key. So I have been really fortunate to work with a lot of amazing organizations that help those underrepresented communities and really be that voice for those communities in corporate America. And that's been my passion. And I know that that's Lourdes's passion too. And we're both very lucky to work at an organization that really empowers us to continue um, impacting the communities we want to serve. Yeah, now I've, you, I've known you guys now for eight years, and um, you're kind of the real deal. You're very authentic, and everyone cares. And um, it's a little bit of a never settle. Like you want, want to do more and more each year, versus like we hit those numbers, right? Um, so, so I'm excited to kind of dive in deeper here around, around the topic around allyship. Um, so the next question is, why don't you both tell me why you joined U.S. Foods? And now that you're there, you know, why is it a great place to work to kind of educate? educate diverse talents the talent war and the second part of that did your expectations measure up to the realities of working at the company you want to go first Lourdes? yes uh i was wondering if constantine would go next because i went first but this is good i can i can switch I'm it up kidding. on the i'm i'm kidding <clears throat> just kidding thank you um so why u.s foods i i I arrived at a point in my career that it was time to pay it forward, Steve. Yeah. You know, it gets, it gets uh, I look back and I was looking and evaluating. The world just gets you there where you need to start assessing what are you going to do next? Yeah. Because I've had these wonderful opportunities from employer to employer. And U.S. Foods and the opportunity I have here to almost start from a clean canvas, almost, because there was some foundational work being done as it pertained to the DNA practice. However, there was a need and an opportunity to start with a holistic strategy to address this systemically with a heart, because there was commitment from the top. There was an opportunity to execute and embed the DNI practice across all of the levels of the organization coast to coast and this has been a golden opportunity that i envision i would i would have wanted early on in my career but you just never know when it's coming and so 
to mm -hmm. me, this is the opportunity to bring all of my collective experiences to make a difference at a company of a really nice size. Because when you're almost 30,000 employees strong, that's you could really create a change. You could really go deeper into the layers of the company. It's almost manageable. It's not too small. It's not too big. Yeah. And U.S. Foods to me represented the opportunity to make societal change 30,000 at a time. Yeah. And when you think about the fact that we step out of our company and we touch our personal communities and every person touches 20 people, yep. then you know you're creating change. Yep. Is it happening? Yes. Am I having an opportunity to really educate, inform, along with an outstanding team, these colleagues that are day-to-day -day working with the mission, working with the importance of active allyship across all commu communities within the company, it is happening. It takes yeah. a moment, it's a journey, it takes time, and it takes the beauty of influencing others that are standing there wondering what this is all about since the company's been successful without yeah. having a, a DNI practice embedded yeah. through its fabric. Yeah. But I think at this junction, I am experiencing and we are experiencing what we thought we would be. It's fun every day. We love what we're doing. It's moving forward. We are influencing and educating. There's a lot to be done. And that in itself is where we could thrive. This is where we could look back and say, we are doing the work. We do have the commitment. We have an opportunity to create change. Yeah. So for me, yes. Wonderful. Constantly. Thank you, Lourdes. Um, so for me, um, you know, when I first um, was looking uh, for maybe a, a change uh, from the previous um, position I was at and company, um, you know, I looked at the job description that was my role that I'm currently in, and I've never really have seen a job description that really just stated everything that I was really passionate about and wanted to impact. And I would say that my um, interview process was probably the most positive experience that I've ever had and uh, just the team that I spoke with and uh, I know Lourdes was one of the interviewers and even Amy Neuendorp and uh, the passion and the commitment throughout the whole interview process just really um, filled me with joy and I was so excited to potentially be part of the team. I also heard really positive things about the culture at U.S. Foods. You know, I have been in the Chicagoland area um, almost my entire life and U.S. Foods has been kind of a staple within the Chicagoland area. So um, a lot of people have told me like, oh, you will love U.S. Foods. It's just how they treat their employees. And for me, culture is key in any um, position I look for. Um, so I would say that I've experienced what I heard about the culture and the passions and the commitment for everyone. And, you know, I would say the DNI team and the talent acquisition team and pretty much everyone in the organization is committed to this um, journey that we're in, and I love everything we do every single day. That's awesome. Um, this next question probably 
it's a little bit redundant, so we can keep it quick, but it is important to like why does diversity and inclusion and then purpose, you know, trying to I believe like as we market our site, the even pole climbers want to know that there's meaning to their job or the company has meaning. Every single person wants to know there's what they're doing is making change, if that makes sense. Um, so why are those things matter to you and especially the purpose piece? And that's probably more to you, Lourdes. Yeah. It's fundamental that us people are the heart and the greatest asset of a company. Yeah. It all starts with us, the people, with yeah. us together. And a company could have all the PL objectives in the world, the business imperatives that they must have in order to gain the market share and succeed and sustain. But if people is not at the core and at the center of making that happen, it's just not going to be the best culture to attract and retain the talent. And that's critical. That's a backbone. That's one. Number two, it's not just a slogan. It has to be the personal experience of each individual to feel that they're valued in order to stay in the company. And that loyalty and that longevity is going to be what turns into success. It's it's all in the human connection. Yep. There's all studies that show that um, diversity is not just the right thing to do. If you attract more diverse talent and then have a culture where they feel like they're contributing, they can communicate, uh, they stay longer. They stay longer than traditional employees. And then the business does better because you have all different perspectives. But it's it's got to be all of those pieces. We always say this like to our customers, like we can do the attraction piece. But if you don't have the culture and the purpose and the belonging, they're not going to say. So it's it, it it all goes hand in hand as a diversity strategy. Um, great. So this is what the next question is is really what I'd like to spend the most time on. Um, for me personally, this means a lot. You know, growing up gay in Vermont wasn't wasn't super great, and we didn't really have a word for it. it wasn't called allies back then. But I had people at that moment in time that they were aunts or women or they simply helped me. And they helped me get through that rough spot and saw me shine. And when I didn't knew I was shining, right? And and now it's called an ally, and that word is quite popular, right? Um, so I think what we'd like to speak to is how can everyone or anyone that wants to be straight, anything, be an ally of the overall community? And 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 I do think it's uncomfortable for people because they don't know how to ask questions and. So that's really where I'd like to spend a little bit more time on as you go out to the field. How do you get people to be this notion of allies of the community? And and two, there'll be because Constantine, you're a gay man, so it's probably like me, like a different perspective. And Lord, as you, so maybe Constantine, why don't you go first on this one? Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Steve. I think for me, you know, I'm also. Uh, um, Kind of the same story. Allies were such an important aspect in my life. You know, I came out in the 90s where we did not really have internet or we didn't really have a kind of that support mechanisms out there. I was fortunate to be in the Chicagoland area, so I always had Chicago as my beacon of a place where I could find kind of my voice and I felt like my true self. But allies to me were probably the most important thing to um helped me find myself and uh, they guided me in a very gentle way to um be my true authentic self so for me you know 
the importance of allyship is key. And, you know, for me, you know, I've been an ally throughout my life because I knew the importance of what they did for me to find my voice. Um, so for me, like, especially in a corporate world, uh, you know, thinking about just small gestures that people do go a long way. You know, when people talk about partners versus, you know, having a, a male, you know, a husband or wife, you know, thinking about just having the conversation where they're open to hear about different things, you know, they would maybe um, let themselves know that they have to confront kind of some of their prejudice or biases that they have and be open to hearing kind of your side. So for me, it's like that open mindedness is key. You know, being willing to talk is really important and for the other allies to be a listener and yep. an active listener and really hearing your story is important. Yeah, no, beautifully said. We're I think we have the same common story. And for me, I think all three of us, it's a pay it forward opportunity, right? Yes. If I didn't have those allies, and I think first of all, everyone has adversity in some form not diversity adverse adversity right so if we know that we have those challenges how do we be allies of other groups <laughs> if that makes sense it's not a one-way street right so it's a while we're focusing around straight people being allies of the gay community you know there are other groups that we can be allies so um i i just think as we build our brand it's it's all about everyone understanding that other people are different and they have that adversity and then how do you understand that and listen um so so i that's beautifully said um lord is so i'll take the opportunity to share <clears throat> excuse me to share and i i i guess a privilege a blessing this gift of the universe like i call it that really landed uh, with me uh, over and above being 100% committed to dedicate my career to the diversity space, to being an ally to each of the communities. I've obvious, I'm Hispanic, so any other community, I become an ally to understand African-American and Asian and individuals with disabilities. As a woman, I'm doing the work uh, from an ally perspective to understand each other and women from all uh, different backgrounds. And in, in doing so, you know, ally, being an active ally, listening, uh, making sure I ask the questions to seek understanding is, is my default. Yeah. And in doing the work, I came across the opportunity with the National Gay Lesbian Chamber of Commerce um, to offer me through their board. Their board offered me the opportunity to institutionalize the first LGBT Q business certification for LGBTQ 51% owners of small and medium-sized businesses. And at first, because I am a straight female, I thought they needed, from corporate America, I thought they needed an LGBT representative from corporate America. Yep. And it turned out that it was best that it wouldn't be that way so that we, as an ally, a yep. straight corporate, officer who speaks with our colleagues in corporate America in the procurement division and administrative division and the legal department to embed to actually accept the first certification since African American Hispanic and Asian already had it. And um, I've always called out that allies are the first ones that need to open the door and create access for change. Yep. Right as a woman and men 
um, men first opened the door to yep. women stepping into working. As you know, black and brown people had access to so much opportunity because a white population saw the light and saw equal rights, human rights. And yep. so as such, I felt that it, it, I felt right on the right opportunity because I had an opportunity to institutionalize that certification that was going to open the door for businesses to have contractual opportunities in corporate America because the LGBTQ community gets discriminated against every day. So unless us active allies lead forward to create that change to break down those barriers, yep. they were not going to have equal access to business through certification process. And so I've always lived so humbled and honored that today, 15 years later, is only growing. And yep. bottom line, if all of us allies, and I'm not saying that all these opportunities that create societal change that have a domino effect, that 15 years later sustains and is in growth pattern, that we're going to bump into these opportunities every day. That's why small detailed opportunities are just as powerful and collectively yeah. than the big ones. But I have to say that I, I share that example because sometimes the moral of the story is that we don't see that we yeah. could be the change agent. And sure. indeed we can. Yeah, every, every, as I get older, it's, you know, you wake up and you try to pay it forward every day with every conversation you have, right? And the, right. the more of those small gifts add up to a lot of gifts and it's the ripple effect of, um, I, I sound super old right now, which I am, but like kindness drives kindness and, you know, it really, it really does. Positivity drives positivity and, and um, no, that's beautiful. Um, so I'm going to skip to probably another question just because it is Gay Pride Month. Um, and Constantine, you, you kind of oversee that group. You know, uh, I think um, as a gay man, and I think, you know, in these big companies, you want to know there's other people like you, or how are you connecting people during Gay Pride Month or celebrating that in a unique and special way, if that makes sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, um, we are... Uh, doing quite a few amazing events um, this year for Pride. Our theme is uh, I matter, you matter, they matter. Just thinking about kind of like how we empower ourselves to be our best authentic self at yeah. work and then also in our personal life. So, um, you know, we have our I matter partnership in partnership with our ADAPT abilities, disabilities, allies partnering together, ERG and included health, um, our LGBTQ plus concierge service, really focusing on mental health in regards to how to be your true authentic self and how to make sure that you always kind of focus the energy to you to continue being that amazing person you are. Um, and then our allyship session, we're doing something a little different with our allyship. It's how to be allies within the community. You know, there's so many beautiful aspects of our community and we want to kind of focus on allyship within the community and supporting each other, and especially with our 
trans um, community partners and loved ones that are getting impacted with so many other things that we can't control. So focusing our love for our trans community. We're also doing a trivia game where we're making it fun, where we are going to um, kind of have a pride coffee talk and uh, just um, celebrate our the vibrant community itself. And then we're partnering with our Black Resource for Inclusion, Diversity, Growth and Empowerment ERG to have a Juneteenth celebration. So we're doing a spirit week where we're all um, having wearing our best pride colors or um, Juneteenth colors and posting it throughout our internal channels and external social media to really celebrate um, everyone within U.S. Foods family. So a couple of it's all great. Love it all. A couple of things that, that to point out, I agree with you. We cover this in the prep call. There's almost fragmentation in the gay community. And that's the exact opposite of what we're trying to do, right? So it's pulling together whether you're bi, whether you're trans, whether you're questioning, whether you're whatever the word is, right? Or or fringing on three of those. Um, so I, I love that it should be spoken about because we don't want to just dis, this dis, fragmented group. So I, I love that. And then I, I'm a huge fan of, of bringing the ERGs together. Right. Um, so a lot of our, our site, it's wonderful. We're getting these signups and they're you have them on US Foods and they're inclusion allies. And we're seeing people are usually in three groups. They're not in one group. And that's what's wonderful about what we're do, trying to do and you're trying to do is you can you can be you can be straight and disabled and a veteran. You can be so it's it's wonderful when people know they can be multi-dimensional at your company. Um, if that makes sense. Um, great. And then maybe this question for you, Lord, is um, um, how are you engaging employees? You get the power of allies. How are you trying to inform that passion around allies and getting people to be allies? Is there? Is it just through your communication? Is it through the people that you work with? Is there any strategies you'd recommend? Yes, thank you for that question for uh, the audience that uh, so often would like to know where to begin within their company or how to make a, you know, start the conversation if their place of work is not having conversations about nurturing inclusiveness. Yep. And so we do have a holistic strategy that covers the workforce and the workplace, which is internally facing, and right. then the marketplace and the community. And within yep. these driving pillars, there are different initiatives. And across all of them are two things, communication, yep. the communication plan, and that is internal and external. How do we really promote externally that, in this case, U.S. Foods is a company that is committed so that yep. we could attract you, but that, so that you know that we could also be a partner yep. during another company and do partnership with other, you know, ERGs from U.S. Foods and other companies or benchmarking conversations and continue to spread the wealth of goodness yep. through diversity and inclusion. Internally, the communication is focused on increasing awareness, education. Let's just say a big percentage of the company is excited about what we're doing. And a big percentage of the company is saying, what is it that we're doing? Because it's new and not everyone has been exposed to diversity and inclusion through their path. 
So communication goes across and so it is measuring. What we don't measure, we don't do. So we need to set critical measures in place to track the success or the analysis of if it's not working, let's not do it anymore. Let's do something else that is going to allow us to embed the diversity and inclusion practices weaved into the entire company. We need top down commitment. So yeah. my job and our leadership uh, job in DNI is to influence and educate our leaders so their voices can cascade downwardly to all of the company. And we need bottom up engagement and understanding because all of our managers and supervisors in the middle out of our company is where the work is done, the feet on the ground, engaging everyone, getting people excited about the fact that they matter, that everyone matters. And so this strategy is holistic. And the workplace is a great place to be in the workforce. It's about everyone counting and bringing a balanced representation that mirrors the marketplace and with our communities and our clients partnering up to spread the impact. Yep. I hope it helps. No, it's perfect. It's perfectly said and um, it's a trickle down effect. You want everyone in the organization to be part of it, not just the leadership. You want the employees and then that even affects uh, your customer experience, right? If, yes. if they if they're if they're seeing that you guys are not a diverse workforce or or the, the they don't want to buy from you anymore. So it's it all goes hand in hand. It's not the, the days of this uh this this affects everything if that makes sense. Yes, uh, I would actually add that partnerships yeah. uh, are critical. The company cannot do it alone. So two things. If you're the individual inside the company, raise your hand and get active. Yeah. Speak out. Have the confidence that what you're saying is what a lot of people are thinking and someone needs to talk. So let's all say what we feel. From the external perspective, Steve, partnerships like US Foods partnering with higher purpose makes the world go round. I know that that's a you know, cheesy way of saying it, but in essence, it is true. The power is in these partnerships yeah. where we could actually all execute together for a common goal. That's and, beautiful. and you I know, it, it's and true. I like, I like your reference, higher purpose. So thank you. Yes. Um, no, I like we're we're I have this thing with our customers, like we're we're kind of all in this together, right? And like you you guys, same as us, while you want people at US Foods, you just want to help people. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, and if, if they get a job and it wasn't a fit, as long as you were clear about what a great culture it is and that's all we're trying to do a higher purpose is just really inform engage and, and help people find great companies with purpose um this has been awesome so i have one last question and i ask this to everyone and i always get different answers which i love um so the question is or just so uh, to give context, like as we continue to market higher purpose to diverse talent, um, a major part of our message is, is not being a job board. It's find your purpose, right? And we're marketing a lot to post-college grads. Um, so what advice would you give to an 18-year-old starting their career on how to find a purpose-driven career and a company that they can, I, I like what you said, Constantine, be the best version of themselves. And that's money aside because money will come. Um, but you're talking to an 18 year old kid. What 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 advice do you want to go first, Constantine? Definitely. Uh, that's a great question, Steve. For me, uh, I say culture is key. Just make sure the company culture matches kind of your values and what is important to you. Um, and uh, that's 
I know it sounds uh, um, not really impactful, but you have to live and breathe work all the time and you want to make sure that you have the best energy at work and uh, you are always and will be your best version of yourself at work. Yeah, it's very simple, elegant, right to the point. Love this question, especially because for those of us that have sons and daughters, <clears throat> excuse me, sons and daughters that are entering college and getting prepared for the workplace uh, and, and joining the workforce rather, uh, you know, as parents, we're always thinking about this and, and bless are those kids that have the parents that could actually yep. say something that would impact their lives. I the first thing is I, the best advice I could give all of you young professionals is that tr follow that path that is a passion to you that fulfill you that you would actually do for free because it's almost like a hobby. If you yep. could turn your hobby and your favorite thing to do into your job, which you can, follow that path and then strongly encourage to do the research and work for the companies that share your values, kind of yep. like to Constantine point. It is super important that we spend so much time doing what we love while we are at work yep. and that we would do it for a company that is not making me feel at home because their culture, their beliefs, their values, their practices are not aligned with what my quality of life is supposed to look like. And so uh, sometimes we have to pay our dues and not really be there right out of the gate. Yep. But I would say that if we stay laser focused and yep. and arriving there, because from the beginning, you're looking for those two things. Let me do what's in my heart and it's a passion and it says who I am and then do it in a company to share my values because I want to feel at home. You should be on your way. Yeah, I, I'm uh... I'm at the finally at that point. It's like it's not a job. It's like I wake up every day and I'm just helping people, and that that gives me joy, right? But yes. other people may like music, or they may like running, or they may whatever gives you joy and gives you the best version of yourself. Well, this concludes um, our call. I want to say once again, I, I love U.S. Foods. Uh, you have been. The contact, I'm not going to say her name because it's a podcast, has been literally watching us since this is an idea when I started the veterans. And she just every year, she just is is wonderful. And it's great to see a partner that watches, not only watches us grow, it's it's kind of like we've grown together, right? And I and I really value that because um, you guys are really an incredible company. So thanks for spending time and we'll talk to you both soon, okay? Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thanks for listening to this episode of People with Purpose. Don't forget to subscribe for a future episode of People with Purpose at orionteller.com. Be well and take care.